0: Lock Talk Radio.
1: Caller number one. You rock it with your boy Fat Cat on a Fat Cat show, so what's
0: cracking? Hey, ain't no party like yo, a
1: Fat Cat Party, cause hey, a Fat Cat Party don't stop. You never catch me uh, sleeping, man. I'm reaching the top, and if I gotta sacrifice, i put some hip in my hop. Hey, ain't no party like a fat cat party, At a fat cat party, they blow. You know how it is, get on your mark, and go, let it do what it do, you on the fat cat show, yep. This show's fanatical, so spell it with a capital, cause half of you was laughable, don't have me coming after you. You know exactly what a Mac could do, a legend like Mac could do, I'ma name this fat cat avenue. Man, you gotta be honest, you need to talk it out Cause if you hate and keep stepping, you need to walk it out Man, damn, what the fuss is all about? Mean queen, fat cat, they be showing out Are they real, man? Are these niggas holding out? Make sure the middle finger hits the colon Cause haters, they never win, man, they never do Raising hell so the devil never go to heaven to First off, second two, I could never never do. Nephew, you think I'm sorry because I left you? Down for making revenue. One thing I know you it in to the fat cat show yeah hey, ain't no party like a fat cat party because a fat cat party don't stop you never catch me sleeping man because i'm reaching the top and if i gotta sacrifice i put some hip in my hop. Hey, hey, ain't no party like a fat cat party at yeah, a fat cat party they blow you know how it is get on your mark set go uh-huh. let it do what it hey. do you on the fat cat show yep Yo, 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 what's happening? You it with your boy, the preacher's grandson, the sinister minister, the thinking deacon, the rabbi of Raymond Noodle, the chaplain of fried chicken last rice, and that's your boy, Fat Cat, and I'm down with my dog, Ruth. Y'all know who he is, He satellite, buh, light. buh, 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 what's happening? What's
2: happening, what's happening, man?
1: Yeah, I was I was hoping to debut my, the uh, new song to the show today, but unfortunately, it wouldn't act right for me to do so. And also, um, Darlene, I want to answer that. Um, you contact my mom on Facebook for the Candle Holders, for those who got a chance to see the Candle Holders in the beginning of the show. And
2: what's your mom's name?
1: It's right on, I got it right on the thing, Sandra Friend Raleigh. Um, okay. So but anyway man, um it's it's a good day today. I'm feeling feeling uh dapper, real dapper today, man. What about you?
2: Ah, uh, I had a so so day. I had a physical today.
1: Oh yeah? yeah. Good news.
2: Yeah, they say I was healthier than a twenty year old. I was
0: feeling like
1: Oh okay, I don't know about all that, but hey, this all good it's all good. We we can dream you know, though. We can all dream though. It's good though. Shoot, if that's the case, give me what you said. But anyway, man, I'm I, like I said, everything everything is good. It was a little muggy today. All of that um, school getting ready to start for the kiddios. You know, I know everybody most people are ready for that you know i hope you got the, the school clothes and the and the uh school supplies what was your back back in school what was your favorite you probably didn't have one knowing you you like to spoil moments and stuff what was your favorite time about going back to school what, what was the favorite part
2: my favorite part was hearing the bell ring telling us we can
1: leave there we go there we <laughs> go y'all here we go. Anybody anybody listening to this, what was your favorite part about going back to school? I, I just, I wanted to see my friends again. I wanted, you know, I like getting, I like getting clothes and all of that stuff. And that all of that was, all of that was pretty fun to me, you know. Uh, but, you know. You just you want started, to
2: show off your career, girl. Yeah,
1: I, sure, I had a jury curl too, ain't no lie. I know
2: you did. You let it, it go it, over the summer, you were like when I get back to school, I'm the longest jerry curl in the whole
1: school. hmm It's all right. You had one with a shag though, so it's all right. But but you know, every everything is published So I mean, anybody out there, what was your favorite part about going going back to school? I know I just I wanted to most of the times, you know, uh in my neighborhood depending on what what school you talk talked about. I know uh elementary, I had a real you know, all our friends from elementary on to high school, everybody was in, you know, you grew up with everybody going to each school. So your friends it was all in the neighborhoods and stuff like that. You know, on East Warren between you know, you got uh Beewick, Herlbert, Garland, Pennsylvania, Mount Clare. St. Clair, all of that up in their French well, you Road. From the
2: hood. You from the hood for real, huh? Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Shout shouting out shouting out those neighborhoods. Uh B Wick store where you get where you could get uh driver's license and uh, car insurance and shoot you could buy a car up there and shoot some tools and <laughs> all kinds of stuff up at that store. But you know, Sam Michael Tony once again. But it it was it was, <laughs> it was all good, man. I I just I got a chance to take my um my son up. He started middle school this year. Uh he's pretty excited about it. Took his ID. My wife crying and oh. stuff. My oh. wife crying and stuff. you know, Did you console
2: her... her? Did you console your wife, man?
1: Oh, oh. oh man, you know I had to be like, dare, 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 you know. <laughs> 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 you know, you know. <laughs> You know, I had to give her the dare, dare, dare. I'm like, cut it out, man. I said, man, shoot, did you got rubber a long... on
2: top of the head? Did you rubber on top of her head?
1: Yep, I did. I did the Vene Rains on her. The, the Jody, <laughs> Jody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it, it was all, awesome. you know, it, it, it's good. You know, we men and women, we have two different reactions when it comes to our kids, especially. The the boys, you know, when it when it comes to our young men growing up, you know, we had two two different reactions and stuff. I got you know, so I really, my son, my oldest son was different. It's cool because he wasn't in the household with me, so watching this one is totally a whole different ball game for me because I'm watching from top to bottom what you know what he doing and how he you know he's maturing and stuff like that. I didn't get to see that with my with my oldest son, you know. It's just like it was I was going through spurts with him where, you know, I come pick him up one day and he is so he's so tall and stuff and you know, growing a mustache and stuff and I'm actually now, you know, in a household, my son walked by me and I'm like, Dang boy, you you tall. You you know let me know. I gotta I gotta stay up on mine, you know what I'm saying? So but it's all good though. I, I hope everybody ready, man, for Because so, I know I, like I said before on another show, uh my kids school supplies, man, uh is uh bill is tremendous. Over a hundred dollars, man, for some doggone school supplies, man. You know? You gotta go to the dollar store. But no, nah, they want them them uh three ring binder thing, traffic keeper type bull crap all i can but you know out here they do different from the detroit public school system see they they buy stuff they have you buy stuff and they put it in the pool you know they have you buy hand sanitized bleach water all that type of stuff like that you know and you you um you know and and that's that's it then they put it all in the pool you know Whatever you doing doing now is is I meant to tell you in the beginning whatever you did you must be on that uh them um thing them headphone thing. No, I'm not on headphone. My headset at all. I no, sound what, funny. No, uh, that static thing coming in and out. That. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, cause uh, it was doing it uh, like that at the beginning of the show. I had to pause you to get, to get that uh static from coming into the um, thing. So um anyway, man, uh uh God is good. In his mercy. Man, is good. He's very, very good. But to everybody out there, I, I just I just hope everybody uh uh take it easy. I just I'm too I'm I'm praying for uh better times in our city, man. People just out here uh killing each other and you know what I'm saying? Just some some crazy stuff. That 18 year old baby thing still bothering me, and I'm 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 just I I just hope that mother didn't do the unthinkable. You know, I'm 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 just praying and hoping that she didn't do the unthinkable because that that is crazy. We de- we definitely living in a different time. You know, we in our last days. So, you
2: know, we in our last days.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, that's why I had to I had to tell my son, you know, because my son was sitting up there. He was talking to me and he was telling me, you know, another one of his friends or something got killed and stuff. And I was like, you know, and and I had to tell him, you know, like, hey, you know, God is trying to tell you something, you know, uh, definitely, you know, we. You we mean your younger son? Yeah, my young son. Well, both my son's young. I say the youngest one, man. You got a
2: grown. No, that's a grown man.
1: go no, for me. No, no, I'm just saying, you know, not not. What about what uh? What about uh, what about twelve year old gonna say? uh My 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 boy got killed drinking Kool Aid or something. You know, no, nah, man. But <laughs> no, I'm, just talking, I'm talking about my oldest. My oldest. <laughs> you know, this oh, is. Okay. Like, one of his uh, first friends got killed, uh, killed right the same day my grandfather died. You know, he had came over to uh, to be with us, you know, be with the family and stuff while we was grieving. My grandfather and his boy had got shot and killed right when he came over to the house. So, I mean, it's just it's just a lot going on, man. And we we definitely got to be careful, be careful. And then what I'm seeing now all the crime that's happening, man, it's not even strictly uh just say African Americans. It's not just all of us. We seeing now, uh I seen a video now that uh that had um uh some some white kids uh trying to steal somebody's car in the hood. And that's that's funny as hell now when you look at Did it. Did
2: somebody kill
1: him? My man caught him. He caught him. He, Did he said, kill him. Nah, he told him. He gave him a lesson. He said, "I could could have just blasted y'all, you know, blah blah blah." Mother, it was in there. We sorry, we're sorry. You know,
2: that's that white privilege because he would shout at his own
1: people and moiter. <laughs> you 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 know you know what it is you know what it is but you know we he said moiter 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 yeah but that's, man it, it, it's, it's 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 a different time, man. Cause I'm I'm telling you, they uh, every day I go to the church, man. I'm seeing some fuddy Duddy type stuff, man. I'm seeing a bunch of Lance Armstrongs riding their bike up Mac, and I'm like, are you serious? You know, I remember yeah. uh, a young a, a young white girl looked like she uh, yodel in the mountains or something came riding up the street, and it was dark. It was getting dark. It was like six. Seven o'clock, almost seven o'clock, and she was riding up the street. I was like, I was like, oh, they,
2: they're gonna be coming in the minute from from the Church of Latter Day Saints
1: with yeah, the little green saying,
2: Bibles in there.
1: Yeah, I was telling her, I was like, uh, little white girl. I said, you you need to be heading wherever you, you get.
2: You said you called
1: her a little white girl. Little white girl. I didn't know her name. She was something like Eula, Yola, Yola, something. <laughs> And she was like, I, I was kind of racist, man. I said, uh, I'm, You know, just just make a light of the situation. Stop, stop that. All the stuff you say, you need, you need to cut it out. All of the little stuff you say, you're going to get on me you know, on something. You better cut it on out, brother. But anyway, you know, I, like I said, I told her she need to get where she going. And she was like, Oh, I drive like this. I do this all every day. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm like, damn, for real? Let me ask you a question, okay? okay? When you was little,
2: name some of the stuff you done heard your parents say or one of your uncles say that was that's that was totally racist.
1: Oh boy. Uh I wouldn't say it was flat out racist, but you know, what they said, but they were, they was always, you know, my grandfather, especially with my grandfather being from Tennessee and he, he told me stories about him, you know, when my mom was born, he said he always knew he had to get out of Tennessee because um, of the racism when he was young. So he, he always said he never, he never uh, called, called, I never heard him call white folks honkies or anything like that. He just said, uh, "He said white people." He always referred to them white people. But you know, he he um, because, like I said, um, uh, he went through something so tough in the South that because um, he got the his brother his brother was killed uh, his brother was killed by a white man in the South. The white, white little boy picked up a rocket threw it and hit my grandfather's uh brother in the temple and killed him and they never charged him. Mm.
2: He
1: was from a rich he was from a rich family. You so, you
2: know what um my mother used to tell us um like on Picture Day, she'll say oh, you don't you
1: no no
2: white kids um, come home you gonna come some brushes, you're gonna get lice in your ear.
1: the lice, yeah that, 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 but but you know what though See, un- unfortunately, like, like, uh, unlike you. See, I didn't, I didn't grow up around it. You know, I can't even remember. I can't even remember a white kid in our in our schools like that. You know what I'm saying? It to, to to be honest with you, I can't even. You know, the most that I really dealt with them up close during that time before I left for college was in the department store, and that that's just just all honesty. But not saying, you know what. But like I said, I don't I don't subscribe, I don't think all white people are racist and and all of that. And I don't I don't hate white people, you know, I just I I'm just uh and then they think that's what it is when um blacks get to talking about uh certain things that affect our community. That that's when we're uh considered You, you know
2: what's crazy? You know what's crazy to me? Like yeah. the black black people will use the N word all day. But they'll <laughs> right. never say hunky Cracker, none of that. They'll say Caucasians. They won't even say white people. They'll say, "I said, man, you did I just you just using the n word right in front of all our white people?"
1: You you, you know what, what was so tripped? I was watching some documentary on uh on a, a YouTube and and somebody said this so profoundly, and they were talking about the Black Lives Matter movement and um. And they said they don't realize. They said what the Black Lives Matter is is uh, movement is doing. They said if people, if we could get you to recognize that Black Lives Matter, then you could then all lives will matter. If you just recognize this point that our lives are just as valuable as yours, then all lives mm-hmm. will matter. You know, instead of trying to uh, you know, uh, switch it this way, take the, you know, focus off. And that's what, and that's what mainly, you know, uh, what's happening in, in, you know, between, I think it's you, we know it's systematic, you know, we know everything is systematic that's happening as far as our community and stuff like that. But I think, uh, when you, uh, you got them, uh, those racist people, that uh, they try to play with your intelligence, like uh, this, this isn't. It, there's no racism going on. Ah, uh, you, you know, they try to play dumb, dumbfounded, like like they don't know what's going on in America. Like when you get dummies like Clarence Thomas, you know, that said he grew up in uh, Mississippi and never seen racism. You know, stuff like that makes you want to smack smack the taste out. Hey, he, taste he's
2: living the uh, American tree. Huh when people start living the American dream, they get yeah. amnesia, yeah, but like that stuff never happened ever before
1: right right, right, but i wanna get i wanna get into something, man, I saw something uh in the in the news that was so 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 scary man do you you do I, you probably don't do it now, but uh, do, did you do amusement parks and stuff like like Cedar Point and all that?
2: Pablo Cedar Point. Uh, yeah, I did amusement parks.
1: Did you ride uh, the high rides and stuff like that? Uh-huh. See, I, I didn't. I, I, I'm scared of heights. I've never been the one for, you know, uh ride. I was always the one that would hold people's uh, jackets and stuff. Uh, I never got on a no roller coaster, never rode it, never had the desire to. I think that's just that's playing with death. You know what I'm saying? So you ever you ever heard of that ride called the slingshot? Uh huh. And so I was looking at this little uh, clip that that we saw um, that I saw on the news about the slingshot going haywire. Check this out.
0: Now to a frightening close call at a Florida amusement park. Two men, luckily okay, after the cable on their slingshot ride shredded just as it was about to launch. ABC Stephanie Ramos spoke exclusively with them. Some frightening moments, Stephanie. Absolutely, Amy. This is crazy. This is one of those rides you walk past all the time at an amusement park. Those two friends who went to this amusement park in Florida tell us they got the scare of their lives before their ride even took off. You're going to yeah. be screaming like In about 10 seconds. It's a ride that's meant to be scary, but not this scary. Watch that bungee cord on the left. And just seconds before they were supposed to be flung into the air, it rips to shreds. The two men now speaking exclusively to ABC News. I was
1: told. Hey, but I'm not going to get into that so long. Did you see how that bungee cord on that thing uh, shredded?
2: Oh, that's terrible.
1: See, see, I don't, I
2: don't, I don't, I, I don't get on scary rides now because I figure, like, if I get on something too scary, I have a heart attack and die on a
1: roller coaster. And see, and I, see, see, I don't, I don't play with. I, I'd be so scared that that the difference between life and death is mechanics or, or you know, somebody's uh, negligence or something. I, I don't want that, you know that happened. I, I just, I'm glad that my kids are, are sort of like me. They don't, they don't do that. That high ride stuff. My, my son, I remember my son, when he was little we tried to put him on the kid roller coaster, and this was a real little one. He did not like that. My son to this day, he don't, I'm telling you, he don't even play with him. And so, uh, I, I just, you know, I, I, Demon drop, all of that type of stuff, man. I, I just don't want to play with it. Uh, you just seeing over and over, especially this slingshot ride, man. It's been, it, it's been the death of many uh, people. You know what I mean?
2: You must, you must have never had um, been to Boblo,
1: huh? I went to Boblo. I went to, you know, Boblo before, but you didn't but get I
2: on the rides.
1: Never got on the ride. the the high rides. I don't play that. Hmm. Yep. So but uh anyway, man, I want I want I see the time we was we was uh gradually going on. I wanna get into this uh Paul Mooney thing, man. And uh, for those who ain't heard, um Richard Pryor's uh old bodyguard, what's his name? Uh Rashawn Khan. Uh he was a bodyguard for Richard Pryor and he um he stated that uh Paul Mooney uh molested uh Richard Pryor Junior. Uh, when he was a uh, youngin, and, um, and
2: Richard Pryor put a million dollar
1: hit out yeah, on yeah million dollar hit out on this, uh, this brother, and um, what's amazing to me is like the timeline. He said it was during the time when uh, Richard Pryor had made JoJo dancer and had that uh, free base uh, fire incident and all that stuff, and and then then we look like toward the End of uh, uh, Richard's life, towards when he was help, when his health was catching up with him, that uh, you know Paul Mooney was seen pushing him in a wheelchair, and, and you just you know I don't know why this is coming out right now, but we we're gonna take a look at part of this uh, interview. I'm not gonna uh, play it all because it's long, but we're gonna look at uh, part of it and um, discuss it a little bit.
0: The relationship became fragile. Okay. Because Paul Mooney had Richard's son by that time. So Richard passed away in 2005. Where was his and Paul's relationship at that time? Well, from JoJo Dancer on, the relationship became fragile. Okay. Because Paul Mooney had Richard's son by that time. Okay. And he violated And that's any man Uh, if you violate their children like that. Mm -hmm. So Paul took advantage of of the situation. Mm -hmm. And so from there on, whatever Paul Mooney was to Richard, and there was a time that Paul Mooney was Richard's friend. You know, I acknowledge that, um, which is why the gay community really couldn't say anything Mm -hmm. they attempted to about Richard because Paul Mooney was his friend. And they laughed. So when Paul did what he did, it was a violation of friendship first, and then my son, you know. Um, right. And in some circles, that's supposed to be dealt with. So, did, was there ever a conversation to retaliate against that? Yes, yes, right, yeah, of course. How, to what extent? To the extent of, of Richard didn't want him on the planet no more. He, he shared it with me, and he said he wanted somebody... Uh, killed and Richard, that wasn't his conversation so I just attribute that he must be high right now mm-hmm. and I you know Friday this is the high day so it's Friday Saturday mm-hmm. Sundays you know by Wednesday he'll be straight because I knew the pattern mm-hmm. and
1: but anyway I'm we're not going to get to that, that interview was a long interview so he just broke down the details man that you know uh I can imagine you know the p- betrayal that he felt because if you gotta look at this interview in a in a whole thing that the bodyguard broke down a lot of things. you have more reason to uh believe him because uh a lot of times he was a up close and personal bodyguard most of these bodyguards uh up to the stars be knowing these close personal things about stars you know and, and and so i just but one of the things that i like you said toward the end of richard's life i know he wasn't talking so i don't know you know i don't know you like you said he wouldn't have been able to uh paul mooney get the f away from me and and stuff like that so it it, it could be possible and then uh richard Pryor jr himself when tmz went to interview him he did not deny. The allegations. And then also you got um you got uh Paul Mooney canceling shows now. You know. But we already do like like uh uh Aerie Spears said, it is always something sugary about that dude. So uh, what what's your take on that man? I think
0: July. I
2: was the
1: you- first to do everything. Yeah,
2: you what? I stole that booty hole, man. Stop it, stop <laughs> it. Paul yeah. Mooney. You know he did it. You know that, that Joker did it. He canceled his yeah. shows and everything. He's like, he, he's never been the one to avoid um, controversy or whatever. So I know he did it.
1: But you know what? What one thing that I didn't know that. Richard Pryor Junior is is flaming. I didn't know he was he was flaming. I didn't like know, is, uh, he, oh yeah. he is,
2: is is he a sissy? I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> <He said>.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't know he I didn't know he was flaming like that. I mean they got pictures of his brother in drag. Don't, also don't I, I, I say flaming. I mean... Say, say he, he's a homosexual. Man, hey he, 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 you you worse than me though, but still, I, I just. I, but like you said, you know, he said he um, in an interview he said he confessed. He said he confessed to his father during the time he was, he was in the navy. He said he came out to his parents. He said his father. He said the one that he thought was going to be the most upset wasn't upset. He said it was more his mom, that was upset. And then he said, you know, I guess he had always had them feeling because cause think about it. At the time he said he was he was molested, he was around, I think he said a teenager, 16, 17 years old. And I think of myself as 16 and 17, you know, it, it ain't nothing about to happen that I don't want to happen. Right. You know what I'm
2: yeah, saying? He you, probably was you, like, ooh. Uncle Paul over. Let me put my pants on extra tight. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you, man. Oh man, I, I'm getting. No, but he he he's still a kid, though. You know what I'm saying? Partial and all better. And that is uh, taking advantage of somebody. I, I don't care if he wanted it at the time or not. You don't know what you want. You're still a child.
1: Yeah, especially your your friend. Your friend, you can oh, con- not nah. con- I... You couldn't control your Yeah, you can control your tendencies. You violated and you know that's the last thing that we as men wanna think we we don't wanna be violated and we don't want nothing that we love to be violated. And because
2: the- every everything starts with a thought. So you had to have a thought. Oh I'm gonna get that. You know what I'm saying? Before you right. actually did it. Like I had I have never slept with a woman or anything, just on, without thinking about it first. Right, right. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get her, and I, I end up just, getting.
1: Her. I could just see him. Oh, Richard Jr., you You're gonna get it when your daddy gets You know, oh, you're gonna,
2: you're gonna get it good when your dad's you know, gone.
1: You know, it's just, it's just, I, you just Ooh. really, you just really, I'm telling you, he would. He wouldn't be existing right now. They said if it wasn't for for Richard burning up, for Richard burning up in that free base accident, that he said that that's what saved Paul Mooney's life. You know, so I just, but even still, uh, Richard even after the uh, even after that free base uh, accident, he still was. You know, a little bit richer. You know, he he made more movies even after JoJo dancing. You know, what's that movie? Yeah, but, but
2: but who want to catch on fire to get notoriety? You got to be kidding me! <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: <laughs> man, because you oh. know
2: what you 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 know what that fire did to Richard Pryor. See, Richard, he, he always looked young. No matter what, he looked like a real young guy. And after that fire, that's when he started wearing his mustache thick. And, uh, you know, he didn't have that soft face anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. It did, it
2: did. He's like these uh, ugly chicks. Got them hard faces and think they can get their hair did and they look good. Man, what is wrong with
1: you, man? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I went off you are on a little roll man let me but well, let me hop into our topic i had to I, di- I didn't give no narration for the topic today because uh i had to i had to switch it up um toward toward the um yesterday's show cuz i had to go visit my grandmother you know in the hospital so um but today's topic is should parents be charged for extremely bad kids and I know uh, somebody in the beginning of the show said this was uh, a pretty interesting topic. And I have, I really have strong feelings about this topic because I'm either way with this, with this topic because there's, there's uh, the parents. We have a hell of a responsibility. And I, and I think before your kids get Extremely bad. I mean, kids going they gonna do certain things that you don't agree with. They're gonna—they're gonna act. But, but if boundaries are not set, you know, if you sparing the ride, sparing the ride, and these kids just doing anything they want to, and they become extremely bad, then it's—it's it's your responsibility to take care of it. Man, take of it. you
2: you beat these kids, they call protective service on you.
1: Well, you can't even beat
2: your own kids no more.
1: But I rather I rather take care of the situation. What you gonna do? You gonna have Junior, Junior, or uh, or the uh, little daughter or something terrorizing your terrorizing your home? You can't control them, and you you just classify yeah. them and, and housing them, and, and you, letting, no, you, you letting you 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 you'll be a juvenile. I'm Put just your saying so, in
2: juvenile
1: that you so, get raped into a,
2: okay, a just foster care.
1: Let me give you a scenario then. So let's say you got junior or or you know, Juniette Junette at home, and they terrorizing, they beating the hell out of you, and you ain't doing nothing about it, and they doing the same thing. They going to them teachers, they going out to the teachers, and they slacking the teachers and beating up and this and this and that, and you're not doing no, nothing. No, number one,
2: junior ain't gonna put his hands on me, and if you think if you that grown. You are, and you ain't listening. It's time for you to move out. I don't care if you're eight or
1: nine years old. It's time for you to go, son. You know. I so think you're old enough to, you know,
2: take so, care of yourself. So,
1: so just, so just throw them out in the street, and, so they can just terrorize. I, I think hey, because, no, no,
2: no, no. You don't throw them in the streets. You put them in foster home take
1: care. And and you know, some people look at that, they'd be like, oh, I can't do that to my baby. My baby, then your baby out here terrorizing somebody else. No, That's no. It.
2: See, I, I, I didn't have a uh, a mother like that. You know, you had the food, all oh, she got something for your age.
1: See, but but unfortunately, uh, yeah. See, we came up in households like that, but just imagine the households where the parent is actually scared of the child. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So
2: no, they don't or, need to have no kids. They don't. They don't need to have kids. If you scared of your own child, well, they got some little Damien's from
1: from the Easy. woman
2: running around the house.
1: Easy to say, but but uh, parents like that are having Easy babies every day, b. They have a oh, baby there.
2: Yeah. You know. How about saying? you dating? How about you dating? And her kids are very disrespectful.
1: Oh, some some of the worst. The worst uh, uh parenting things. I don't know why these parents think they gotta be their kids' best friend. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't know why.
2: Yeah, I, to... I, I stopped. I stopped talking to this woman because she had a, a, a real, a really uh, disrespectful child. I said I can't even deal with this because I ended up punching him in his face, and he was only ten. <laughs> Man,
1: you, suck. anybody that if they got a comment on that you could call call us number 646-564-9728. press one if you wanna comment i just and I think uh because of situations like this, just think of how the family scenario doesn't change most of the, most often uh but it's still a little bit to to this day like that, like in our generations and the generation before. Grandma was always there to kind of clean it up, kind of clean it up for bad parenting. You always had them grandparents that were there to clean it up. Now you got these single-parent homes, grandmas, big mama and all them are long gone or dead. They don't even know, you know, so much broken uh, family issues where uh, this kid don't even have nobody now like big mama and stuff to kind of help, like, stabilize them. And so now they, they run in the streets, they run into a man-man them, and that's their role model. And um and the parents, just, they're just clueless, you know, because I, I look at it, and I remember my, trying to fool myself back in the day, be like, you know, I'm going to be cool forever. I'm going to be up on everything. You know, my kids, I'm not going to be like my, my parents and not know what's happening and all that and little did I know, look look at me, I don't even know half the stuff these kids even saying right now. And then like some parents be feeling overwhelmed by that situation because they don't they don't know how to communicate with their kids. They don't know what's happening out here as far as what these kids are getting into. They don't even monitor what the kid is listening to or what they watching or what they what they doing. And pretty much, you know, by the time this kid get about sixteen or something, now you trying to take preventative measures, but now this kid is pretty much who he gonna be, you know, and he ain't gonna be listening to you because you ain't laid down no ground rules when he was at that age where where you could have kind of contained most of this stuff, you know.
2: Uh, I don't know. All I know is I will beat. How my uncle used to say, "I will beat your mother."
1: <laughs> Well, you know, that's, that's easy to say. You know, but most of them, just no, think about it. No, that's easy that. to do. I mean, look, I take my whole bad day I had out
2: on you. You come to my house with some bull crap. I be beating you uh and hollering at you for stuff you ain't even did. <laughs> Wait a minute. You say you'll oh, take your... Oh, you gonna find phone? me? Oh, you gonna find me? Oh, I gotta leave punch out early? Oh, man, I will be... <laughs> Man, what's you be crying, you be crying you said, to my daddy. You taking this whole day out on me. You pass me on, pass me up for that promotion. Bam!
1: Cartoon knots <laughs> on the head. <sighs> no, you silly. See, the last thing <laughs> you want to do is, is uh, yeah. You know, I remember I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, slap boxing with my son. Uh, like it, we was, we was out somewhere. I was slapped by, he was like. He's like, uh, Daddy, he said, uh, he said, uh, why Why you beat me up? You know, I will call the police. Damn. I, I said, I said, call them and see what see what's up. You know, and I I was teasing. I said, that's what you're going to do it. Do in middle school when them guys come up, come up and be taking your lunch money. You're going to say, I will call the police. I will call the police. You know what I'm saying? It's
2: with my barriers to call the police.
1: Damn. <laughs> you, <know>? my- <laughs> 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 you know, but it, it and it and it's rough like uh because I guess um in in my in my day in school and stuff like that, you know, coming up in the household that I came up in, you know, just the Christian household and and really just having my my grandparents and my mom to like raise me i didn't have that let's say streetwise person to kind of like break things down to me like and so basically all the experiences that i went through I, i i went through you know head first and so uh a lot of my you know a lot of my fights you know i i couldn't you know, even when I got into fights and I and I beat the person up or something, I came home and I was I ain't had nobody to brag to, like you know, like man, I whooped this, you know, but this and this and that, you know. If I got to a fight, granddad used to tell me, boy, you you know the Lord's trying to speak to you, you know, this and this and that. So I didn't have that typical, you know, uh, background that you know that the father would kind hmm. of home you with, with stuff like that. But my mom was kind of like the toughest, the toughest uh, person I had. Cause I remember my mom telling me. I remember I went through a situation. Um, it was a it was a guy. Uh, that I I grew up with. His name was Rodney. He was a little pipsqueak little dude. But Rodney had like fifteen brothers. You know, 15, All of them was bigger and older than us. And he used to always threaten me with his brothers. You know. Like, and I, I had nobody like that. You know, I I was, I was the only child. I ain't had nobody. So I wasn't scared of Rodney, but I was scared of his brother. So Rodney used to kind of try to like pump me each day, you know? And so until I got to, I got fed up with it. And Rodney, uh, followed me down. He followed me to my house and came on my porch and put his finger in my face. And I grabbed little Rodney and threw him over the belt threw up over the balcony and broke his arm. And, uh, and he uh, he was like, uh, I didn't know his arm was broke. But the next day, he came with a cast on. He was, he said, I'm going to get my brother, Rodney. was hollering and screaming all the way up the, the street. And I used to have to walk past a house to go to school every day. And I remember. The brother, his brothers never got you? Uh, n- nope. I remember my mother. This is what my mother did. I didn't want to go to school that day. The next day, and uh, I tried to I tried to hide my my shoes so I wouldn't go to school. And so my mom she um she she made me put on those. Uh, remember the back back in the day we thought chucks were so ugly. And my dad had bought me some chucks. So my mother was like, "You gonna Man, put those your story's longer than Bill Cosby stories." Jeez. Say said, you're going to put on them chucks. you going to put on them chucks, and you're a disrespectful. <laughs> you. you got to make men you uh, an itis uh, But I ended up, I ended up, my mother made like, me walk what And one of my shoe strings had a stain uh, on them. And then, then you was at Minjo's tying your shoe in the bathroom. <laughs> With no strings. but I ended up, I ended up going, I ended up going to, um, ended up going to school, and she made me walk on the side of the street where their house was, and that's that's how she, my mom kind of like did me. You're not gonna run, and you know, and that was just just training.
2: Man, she show, she showed you, man.
1: You know, so. And, my, and she just had that belief. She was like, uh, "If you, my, my, uh,
2: my mama say, my mama said, if y'all fighting, they fall arm down, stump them in the face."
1: <laughs> my mother be like, "You
2: said them no in the face place. with a number two pencil. Stab them in the no face. Ain't no fairness in fighting with a pencil. My <laughs> mama from Island Park. My mama from Island Park. Dang. I remember wow. um, getting kicked out of school And um The guy was bigger than me And um But I beat him up so bad He had lumps all over his face You know what my mama said What Damn you beat that shit out of that boy
1: <laughs>
2: She said right in his daddy face in the principal face of everybody. And she said "Ooh, I'm sorry I said oh my mama was a thug."
1: Damn
2: but none of us, it was six of us. It was six of us. Nobody um, went to prison. Everybody went to college. All my brother, other brothers and sisters, they all got married. Everybody on their own hours. So she did a good job. She wasn't too much of a thug. But, uh, mm-hmm. no, nah, my mom would say, if, if they fall, stomp them in the face. If they grab you, you can't get them off you. Bite them. Man,
1: it is just. But you, but you know what? You just you can't, you can't even teach your kid, kids really how we were taught back then. Because she, ain't no, yeah. you know what I taught my daughter. My daughter was like four years
2: old. We we first started, uh boxing. I taught her this, and she she did did this in school. I say, people can say whatever they want to you. Don't let them put their hands on you or invade your space. Because somebody can push you, you can hit your head and, and die. I said, if somebody but, uh, come too close and they run their mouth, you go on. You have full permission to uh to hit them right in the face. But and that's but what she did. I,
1: but but look at look at how the time. I, I'm just speaking in stats for myself, and I I would say this in my neighborhood out of let's say out of every twelve kids you might have. Two and a half bad ones in this in this generation, it's more. You 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 grew up in the hood though, so I know yeah. it, it must have been different. It, it yeah, so but you
2: you know that hood mentality is different,
1: you know. Yeah, it it is. It, you know how different. you people are. You know how you people are. But but stop it. But but like <laughs> I said, and it, it was just, and I remember just you know, like I said. Another I forgot about my uncle I remember him You know getting me geeked up and ready For middle school and now I look At my, my son And how I did see my uncle did but He was like oh freshman Friday Freshman Friday middle School you're gonna be trying to take your lunch Money so I went So I went to school with this mentality Like you know Oh let somebody Let somebody try to punk me What? Watch what happens so I ended up
2: I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna write a letter and kill, <laughs> a note and chill.
1: <laughs> but I ended up getting kicked out of middle school three times. You know, just off that mentality. So it it just uh-huh. it it go to show you, but you can't I don't know like really you can't you can't teach your your kids that because, you know,
2: uh I talk, I taught math. Give them the business. Somebody invade your space. No more talking. I taught her not to argue with people. They can say whatever they want to. Don't invade your space. Don't put your hands. Uh, don't let them put their hands on you.
1: Yeah, I, I I teach that definitely. But I'm just saying now it's it's so it's so different out here where you know my my kids are not in, in uh, Detroit public schools there in this. These other school, you know, out here in these other schools, so no, you,
2: they a they, they de- they de- uh, Detroit public school, man, you get in the fist fight turn into somebody shooting at you. No, so, I'm, um, I'm
1: saying that they, 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 they do something different out here, try to charge your kid with, you know, just like that. Uh, they should. That, they, they it, should, they should. I, I'm just saying, if you uh like like that incident where that boy. Where that black kid threw that ball and hit that white kid in the face. Now they trying to charge a ten year old boy with a with assault.
2: Sure, nobody you know, sent any kids to school to get
1: uh, beat up on. But they, but they were out. Jail. I'm just saying they were out in the in the on the playground playing. It wasn't to just assault them. It was they was playing dodgeball. And now well, they're trying to ten-year-old uh, boy, and like he, you say...
2: He, he he learn he learn early. You can't do so, the stuff that they do. You'll man, get locked up. Better that you learn now.
1: But let, I let think me,
2: that all young young black people, um, they should, uh, you know, go from middle school straight to
1: prison. Man, be quiet. Look, <laughs> look. Let me, let me see. Do Do you think that That parents should be charged For extremely bad kids Do you think Do you think uh, Man, man, and mama should Should be in jail
2: Um,
1: I don't know I was thinking about the
2: story you told me With the little boy that broke his um, arm In my neighborhood If you would have did that It would have sued your homeowner insurance (laughs) 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 <laughs> you, you know, That's sorry. what I say is different from the hood stuff To when uh, you go out to the suburbs No fist fighting That Detroit public school stuff Oh man you get in the fist fight Somebody <laughs> shooting at you in the football ring
1: Man what's wrong with you You still didn't answer the question though Should the uh,
2: parents be charged?
1: Yeah I, I know I'm not going to get charged
2: I'll beat you i beat your soul out your body
1: <laughs> But you not answer the question though Hey
2: Hell nah They shouldn't get charged because if I Get charged uh, you might as well uh, Better move out By the time I get out of jail Because you ain't going to get charged You're going to be living up under my roof <laughs> I'm sitting in jail What you in here for? Me and my son doing that same stupid stuff Man, it gave me 30 days Isn't that 30 days? I got 30 days to think I'm going to uh, Beat you down It better <laughs> be I'm going to move with your grandma Or your uncles or somebody you
1: think I'm going to do
2: 30 days I done, I done lost my job uh, I done lost my, yeah. my freedom My days which I can never get back Because you don't know how to behave yourself know? Oh man, I beat you so bad. I might be in jail for another uh, another thirty days for child abuse. Got- I tell the judge, you need to take them
1: from me. Oh man, <laughs> but but you know I I'm just saying that as there has to be some type of way to deter. I, the beatings don't work for for every kid. They don't. Well, you we have to test that out. I'm just saying, beatings don't work for every kid. I'm going to tell you. My mother you, said you, this. You, you might have a, a mental problem if beatings don't deter you. I, I, I'm going to say this. My mother said this about my, my uh, auntie and my uncle. My mother said my grandparents used to tear them up. And I believe it because my grandfather used to tear me up. He said that did nothing to to them, nothing. I remember my grandfather telling me he used to drive my uncle up to Southeastern, drive him up to Southeastern. He would go right to the door and right out the side door and be out in the street running, ripping and running. Said, said you that have was me, You had
2: me sitting in somebody's jail cell because you, you don't know how to act. Oh, man. I'm sorry, I won't even go get a switch I'll get a broom, beat you with a broom
1: <laughs> Man, I'm telling you it is it, it, it. Say, you gonna beat it with a broom, handle? Damn Oh that's yeah, I got people with brooms That's a little color purple Color purple weapon Oh color man, stuff.
2: I was one of them kids that um, You know, I, I would get beat But keep doing all types of crazy stuff And I remember my mother told me one thing that made me stop doing crazy stuff. She grabbed me by the arm and was shaking me. And I yanked away from her like I was going to punch her in the face. She said, oh, M.F.? She said, when you think you want to fight me, I got a 38 upstairs, and I will blow your damn brains out. Mm -hmm. And I knew she had a gun upstairs. And that made me think. I said, oh, this woman's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> I ain't gonna try her, she might kill me.
1: You know, 'cause every you...
2: every child get to the they, you get to that age when you start uh smelling yourself, you know. Okay. yeah. And you think you, you think you you're tough. And my mama brought me right back down to earth. She she told me she will blow my head off. I was like, oh shit. Oh she won't take my wife?
1: You know, from time to time, I had I have to I had to remind my you know because my kids they call themselves playing, but I it's, it's certain things that you know that I don't play with you know, especially the statements. So you, I always tell them to you know watch what they say, you know, and that's the any adult you know watch what you say because you know you ain't on that peer level, you ain't none of my peer. I always tell them that you ain't my peer. You know, I'm on a different level than you. You know, so they just, you know, a lot of a lot of these kids, man, they don't they don't have that type of uh, uh, restrictions at home. They can say whatever they want. A lot of parents think uh, my my kid needs to be expressive. They need to be able to express themselves and and say say that, and then you know the expression becomes disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know, man. I got I got a whole uh, lot of logic on that that type of stuff, man. But anyway, man, I um I, I just really think in my let's say
0: uh, conclusion
1: that it depends. It's a lot of circumstances that has to go into play if. Uh, it, for me to really see somebody, a parent, get locked up for a, a kid. Now, if you notice that Junior was out there terrorizing and stuff, and you ain't put nothing in play to kind of, like, deter this and get this in in order and then little Junior go out there and, and hurt, the, hurt somebody else, a 90-something-year-old, because these kids not beating up elderly people and all kind of stuff, punching them in the face like they really don't don't matter. now. That's a little minute. It's up to you. You brought that child in the world and you supposed to care for it and, and supervise and make sure they're doing the right thing. And if you ain't doing the right thing by that, I think you should be responsible. And that, that's only right. And so um, that's just my take on it. You got anything else? No. You know I feel on everything. I just put you out. <laughs> there you go. but anyway I want to thank everybody for tuning tuning in to in the Fat Cat Show um, with me you know who I am the Stinky Deacon, the Rabbi Raymond Noodle the Chaplain, the Fried Chicken's Last Rite the Fat Cat, and my dog Pete Satellite Bill. tune in again y'all uh, to the show
2: uh, uh, yeah, I'm about pop-ups. to go get me a chicken sandwich from
1: Pop oh uh, my God. Man, you see all them people making making them sandwiches now. Me and my wife did. We made some the other day. You know, took the chicken breast and made some sandwiches and stuff like that. Man, my kids was killing them things. But, you know, anyway. Anywho. Just I, I hope everybody is safe out there and you know, take it easy, y'all. And we up out of here Peace Peace